Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web and his size, catches thieves just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Oh yeah, you know what that sound means. It's time for another thrilling episode of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 18 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm Sean. <laughs> Tonight, we've got a few things that we want to discuss. Um, it's the same stuff we always discuss, let's be honest. <laughs> so first, we'll start off like we always do with uh, Sean's weekly purchases. Yes, this week in DVD purchasing, there was the Seven Psychopaths, yes. which uh, stars Colin Farrell, Christopher Walken. Eh, I, have, I didn't see any movie theaters, but I like the cast, so I right. figure what the hell. The other movie I bought was Hotel Transylvania. Again, another movie I didn't see, but I heard it was really good, so why not? Right. And third, I was saved it for last, was The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Yes. Or Part 2 for the French. <laughs> <laughs> you know, basically, we talked about Part 1, how great and awesome that was. Yes. This is kind of like the second half, obviously, hence the Part 2. <laughs> so we'll be watching that later. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watching Batman kick Superman's ass. Mm, mm, mm. So, and, and then also too on a on a side purchase, I finally bought the the whole complete set of Battlestar Galactica. Yes, a TV show that I only saw the miniseries, but then never got around to actually hopping on board watch a series, even though everybody says it's such a great show. It is a great show. And, and and I do say, yeah, I've heard it was a great show, but I, I have to, you know, I, I think I lose a, a mark on my geek cred if it doesn't say Battlestar Galactica fan. So, yeah, so those were the DVD purchases. Also in the video, video games, too, because yeah. also new releases for video games. Right. The only thing worth mentioning was that it was a um, reissuing of the Hitman series in high def, which was Hitman 2, mm-hmm. Hitman Contracts, and Hitman Blood Money. Okay. Those were the three, which was technically two, three, and four. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. so that was it, pretty much for for Sean's purchase, weekly purchase. <laughs> nothing too much, too, nothing too exciting. I mean, well, I'm, I'm Batman, I'm excited for obviously. Yes. Yeah. So, and video games, I got a ways to go. I checked what I pre-ordered, and I, I have till like the middle of February. Oh, okay. Before I have to worry about any kind of midnight release or new game. Do you know what your next big purchase is for video games? Is? Well, according to my list for GameStop, so plug in while, while, <laughs> yeah. while there, um, it's Metal Gear Rising, Okay, which is uh, the collector's edition because it comes with this little uh, sword. They called it a lava lamp, but it's not. It's really like, if you remember going to a, for the people local here, the Franklin Institute, that big giant ball with the electricity bolts shooting out of it, and you touch it, and yep. it kind of touches your fingers. It's like one of those. Okay. With a big giant sword in the center. Oh, cool. Oh. And then uh, March is the big one. It's uh, the God of War box set yes. for God of War 3. <laughs> God, of, God of War Ascension, sorry. Yes. God of War 4, actually, technically. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the God of War, so that's uh, that's always cool. I, I love God of War series, so that's my game. <laughs> so, all right, people, you know, it's uh, the show, so you know what kind of, you know what time it is. It's time for Catfish Corner. Yeah! That's right, kids. It's where we do the weekly wrap-up of the Catfish episode we just recently saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of, I'm kind of at the point now where it's like, okay, well, what's the hook? Right. Because I know, like, there's that hopeless romantic in me that kind of eventually wants to feel like, Sooner or later, they'll have the episode where it's actually the guy and actually the girl, and they're going to be like, oh, we finally got together, and it's really you. Oh, it's love. Oh. <laughs> but then it would be Catfish, then. Right, no. It'd just be a regular dating show. <laughs> this one was good. It was two guys. Yes. What were their names? What were their names? Yeah. Ah, uh, see, so you're usually a I fact checker. Prepare. I did not prepare this week. Okay, so we'll just call it the uh, guy one, guy two. Yes. I do know the one guy's name is, original name is James. Yes, he was, see, now you just kind of spoiled it a little bit, though. His real name is James. Basically, a guy meets another guy online, they're talking, chit-chatting on the phone, blah, 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 I'm in love. But the, the hook with guy one is is that his mother is over in England healing up from a bad car accident, yes. apparently. So he's kind of like in this position of whether or not do I go out to England to be with my mom, mm-hmm. or do I want to have see what this relationship with I want to say electron, le, something begins with an L. I don't remember. 
goes, yeah, wait. Good thing you guys come to Geeksters for the facts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm assuming everybody who he listens, to this, he listens to this podcast has either already watched the episode or will be watching the episode, depending on how we talk about it. Right. So guy one goes to Neve, and he's like, oh, I'm in love. I'm in love. He's my man <laughs> and shit. You know? <laughs> So they uh, they do a little background check and they can't find anything on the guy. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Nada. So in a last ditch effort, which seems to be kind of like they go, well, let's go to YouTube, and sure enough, there's an actual video with this guy in. Mm-hmm. And you know, guy two was telling guy one that he was a, mo- a successful model, Travel time. travels all around the world. He's worldly. <laughs> so they, they, they see him, and one of the videos is like it's his first time in New York, and they're Neve and Max are both like, well, if he's a world traveler, why is he so excited about being in New York, New York right. for the first so time? Being a model, you know, that's one of the places to go to be a model, right? That's the happening spot for models. <laughs> mm, child! <laughs> So, you know, they, they tell, I think the guy's name is Robbie or Ronnie or I, let me give him an R. Right. Anyway, guy one. <laughs> We'll call him Robbie for the show. No, we'll call him Guy One. Guy One, all right. Guy One. Guy One and Guy Two. Hey, I'm Guy One. Hey, I'm Guy Two. It's more like, I'm Guy One and I'm Guy Two. <laughs> so, you know, basically what happens is, is they they finally talk to Guy Two into letting Guy One come out because he's, Guy Two is in Florida mm-hmm. and Guy One is in uh, Connecticut. Yeah. So... They travel down, and they basically tell the guy, too, like, hey, look, you know, this guy's a, guy one's at a point in his life where he's not really sure whether or not he wants to go to England or stay with you because of the relationship that you have. Right. So the guy's like, well, since you put it that way, we should meet, you know. And they didn't, they were smart enough not to bring up the fact that we couldn't find shit about you on the internet. <laughs> You know, like your modeling career, quote unquote, right. is uh, non-existent. So they, they they go down, and I thought it was kind of odd that they met in a park. Makes kind of the first time meeting does kind of make sense, you know. Right. I guess you know public space and just in case, right? You know, wackiness ensues. <laughs> so the guy shows a uh, guy one's there waiting, all nervous. Guy two, oh, guy two, was my favorite part is world successful model drives up in a beat up car, <laughs> like. Come on. How could you not know? Like, as soon as that car pulled up, I'd be like, he ain't no model. You know? So, the guy, too, gets out of the car with a bouquet of flowers. Right. And he walked. They kind of do the walk down the whole, like, sidewalk thing, right. meet each yeah, other, yeah. hands on the flowers. They actually kiss, which I thought was kind of nice. Yeah. You know, I can't believe it's you. I can't believe it's you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, then he... Guy too basically kind of sits down and says, "Look, I got some shit I need to talk to you about. <laughs> First of all, my name isn't this name; it's actually James. James. Uh, and I've been kind of lying to you. I mean, obviously, you can tell I'm not a model. <laughs> and what I am is a bus driver. So when I said I was on the road, I literally was on the road, <laughs> which I thought was like, ah, very funny. But what I liked about the guy was guy too was that he." said, you know, look, these are the things that I, uh, yes, I did lie about these things, but I lied because I was in a bad place in my, in my life at that right. moment. And being, not being James helped me out. Right. You know, of course, I didn't plan to fall in love. <laughs> and I wanted to tell you right from the start, but I figured I'd lose you. And I can't, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, and like I said, Guy One was, was pretty l- l- cool about it. Like, you could see he was upset. Yeah. And confused, but again, it was with that case of, but I have feelings for this, for this person, and they always have feelings for me. Right. And how bad is a lie that, okay, yeah, he's not a successful model, you know, he doesn't drive a BMW, right. but how superficial am I? Like, right, right. <laughs> you know, so I thought that was kind of nice. And even the guy, guy too, James, yeah, was even like, look, give me the weekend to prove to you everything I said to show you my world, you know. To, to show you that just because I lied about this doesn't change my way I feel about you and everything else I've said before is still true. Right. So the guy's like, I need to go back to my place, you know, to, to the hotel and think about it. And, and he obviously was upset. I mean, why wouldn't you if you're having an online relationship and you, you're thinking one thing? But I guess it, on the plus side, it wasn't like it was a completely different person. Right. It was the person in the pictures and the person on the phone was the person that was standing in front of him. Yeah. The only thing he lied about was his occupation. Right. 
That is name. Well, yeah, but I can I can kind of understand the name thing again because I, I think that that sometimes being a gay male, you're still in that James versus the other name to kind right. of pull yourself from distance from the two of them. Right. But it wouldn't be catfish if there wasn't some sort of <laughs> nice big hook. <laughs> so guy one is talking to Neve, and they decide to actually kind of look up James. Yes. You know, on the internet, and it comes up an arrest record. Yes. Uh, he apparently he stole like three buses and was driving around pretending he was a bus driver. Like, like really, <laughs> out of out of all the jobs you could do, it's Ralph Cramden from the Honeymooners. <laughs> hey, Alice, <laughs> me me, you know, like, come on in, kids. Honk honk. <laughs> Next stop, downtown. <laughs> I was just like, really, that's. That's like come I was, on. I was thinking maybe there's maybe have a bus driving job at that point. Maybe he was just like crazy. Yeah, he's just, he's just, well, that's what I thought too. Because that's what they thought. It was like, oh my god, this guy's nuts. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, that's a big one. Like that's something maybe you should like. You know, by the way, I have a criminal record. Like just so you know, in case it ever comes up, James. I didn't get this accent. I didn't get this accent from just being in jail. <laughs> the things I had to do. Oh my god! Oh my god! Someone sold me for a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> so, uh, so you know, so they're kind of like all of them are shocked about that about this. And, right. And James actually called Neve and. And he was like, hey, look, we kind of kind of Googled your name and this came up. And he was like, well, that's behind me. I don't want to talk about it. Right. And he was like, you know what? Well, this is kind of like a... A big thing. A, yeah, it's huge. Yeah. And, you know, saying you're a bus driver and then is, you're saying you're a bus driver because you've been stealing buses? Like, <laughs> hello? You know? So he's like, well, let me, look, let me meet and let me talk. I need to tell you everything kind right. of thing. Yeah. So they meet at a restaurant and... and and James comes in, I gotta say, with like a portfolio, <laughs> files, and pay, like, like, like he was going to court. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was like, this guy came prepared. <laughs> you know, as you can see in Article 2, Line 1, I did not steal the bus. I borrowed it. <laughs> I gave it right back, and I, I did the route. It wasn't like I went joyriding. I actually did the route. <laughs> But actually what happened was is apparently when he was 14 years old in the area that he lived in as a kid, yeah. didn't have a bus. Yeah. So at 14, he got people together to like basically sign a petition to actually get a bus route to go through his neighborhood. Yeah. And it worked. And yay, good for him for being a kid. Four years later, when he's 18, somebody else is doing the bus, stealing the buses. And everyone kind of remembered this kid being... The bus kid. Right. So I guess they kind of put two and two together, false, falsefully. Yes. And then what happens is he kid actually winds up going to jail. Yes. For two years in county jail, county lockup. Yeah, wow. Which um, I never haven't been in jail. I've seen enough movies. Couldn't be a pretty thing. Yeah. Especially, you know, for a homosexual male. Yes. You know, or it could be heaven, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> so... I guess if you're glass half full kind of guy, it's, oh, my God, I'm in jail with all these men. But on the glass half empty, I'm in jail with all these men. <laughs> and apparently that in those two years, he actually was trying to fight the court case. Right. And, ironically enough, learn how to drive a bus, which I thought was kind of, really? You're going to jail for this, and you decided... I'll prove them all wrong. I'm going to be called a bus driver. <laughs> I'd want to stay as far away from anything that resembles a bus at that point. Like, come on, really? That's kind of an odd choice. Like, but all right, you know, you're in jail for two years. What else are you going to do? Like, while you're trying to fight this court case. And apparently he either got it overturned or he won the case saying that it wasn't him. Right. They finally got the identity corrected. Right. Yeah. So they kind of like, all right, fine, you're free to go after two years. That just sucks. Yeah, definitely does suck. So, but he came prepared, like, you know, like, look, I don't like really like talking about it because it's who I am, and that's another reason why I go by this name is because, just like you guys did, if anybody wants to, like, find anything out about me, it's that part, and right away, as soon as you read that, you get that negative attitude. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to try to avoid, so. Right. So, I mean, like I said, I gotta say, he came prepared, he had the statements lined up, and he obviously did care about, you know, guy one. Right. 
they kind of do the well, okay I'm going to go back to my apartment by the way back to the hotel you go here and and James did say like that the two of them were actually more alike than guy one actually thought because he lives at home with his mother right he's close with his mom the thing that kind of threw me though is like if you're so close to your mom how come you didn't bring guy one meet her like uh, I felt yeah. like like it was always like oh we're going to meet here at this park well I I think more along the lines is because it's because of what he's got to get through he's got to get through the lies basically that like to come clean with everything and if it doesn't work out because guy one could go look this is just too much for me I can't take it I gotta go like, yeah, yeah. But, or uh, yeah, I guess, but like I, I figure you just don't know how other people are gonna react based uh, on what you're gonna tell. True, them. but I figure like at like at least the second day, like after I guess maybe he was still upset about the whole steel and bus thing. Yeah, and so like day three comes and they spend it walking on the beach and talking. Like, what are you gonna do? I still care about you. Can you forgive me? And the guy wants credit. He did forgive him. Yeah, and it was like you know I can forgive you for that. You know. I still need time to process it and things like that. So a kid kind of, kind of, sort of had like a happy ending there. Mm-hmm. Kind of, sort of. I mean, even it actually came to a point where even guy one said that look, look, if I want to still talk to you and I still care about you, that even if I do go to England to see my mom, you know, and if I do decide to live out there, I want you to come and live with me, kind yeah. of thing. So yeah. it was like, wait, wait a second, this actually kind of worked. Like, yeah, it kind of worked. Like holy shit. <laughs> so then they do the whole. It's a month later, right? And guy one decided not to go to England because his mom actually had a turnaround. Right, she was on the correct medicine now, and she was doing better. So I guess during that month time, he decided to stay home, right, in Connecticut, and still continue his relationship with James. Mm-hmm. And James at this point didn't really have, you know, he was just still himself kind of thing. He didn't yeah. really have any grand like life changing experience because of this because it kind of had already happened. <laughs> <laughs> So they still talk, and they're still having, like, a relationship of sorts. You know, they're actually going to get together at some point in time, blah, blah, blah. So it kind of had this nice little, like, bow, like, hey, kind of worked out. Like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yay. <laughs> Next week's uh, episode looks kind of interesting. Again. It's you know, some sort of catfish turn. I can't wait to see. But yeah. tune in next week, folks, for the next thrilling episode of Catfishing. <laughs> catfishing Corner. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I got myself another one. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, the other TV show that Ed and I have been watching, of course, is King of the Nerds. Yes. I think we watch it for two totally different reasons. <laughs> I am now I am now watching it for my pink-haired beauty. My, my pink-haired goddess, Danielle. Which is kind of weird because my sister's name is Danielle, too. So it's like, oh, Danielle so adorable. No, the pink-haired one, not the other one, not the blood relative. Oh, <laughs> I love my sister to death. She knows it, but I'm like, you know, I mean, with Danny, the pink-haired girl, I just want to take her. Like I said, like Elmira from Tiny Toons. I want to love her and hug her and squeeze her, throw her in a shelf in my, you know, my place, and give her a little blanket to sleep in, you know. <laughs> Have like one of those giant gerbil war things so she can drink. I just want to take care of her. You know, that like, does like, not sound creepy at all. <laughs> no, of course, because I said it with a little, I said it with a cheerful. It wasn't like I want to keep her and then I'm gonna keep her in a cage and I'm gonna give her a little gerbil thing. That, yeah, it rubs on ocean on its skin, rubs on its skin. See, I just can't. You know, that, that's creepy. <laughs> this is more like. No, I love her. She's so adorable. But I got a feeling she got you. Like, just get that feeling. Like, like any moment she's going to go, what'd you say? Now you put the lotion in the basket, bitch. (laughs) So this week's was kind of like, it was the cosplay episode. Yes. Which was was, kind of nice. Because I love cosplay in almost any form. You know, so the blue team and the orange team got to rename them their their teams. Yes. The blue team was something, something, mystical orb, you know. That's like, the orange team. That was the orange team? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it, it was still just way too long. Couldn't you just be team blue? <laughs> like, And then the, oh, actually team orange. Because team blue was, I can't even pronounce, blixerpy. <laughs> Like blueoxy, blueoxy. I was like, yes. really? Like, you guys are a bunch of geeks and nerds, and that's the best you can come up with? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? They only had twenty-four hours. I don't care. <laughs> 
One was a NASA scientist. <laughs> That's the best they could come up with? Sheesh. Well, so anyway, so the Orange team worked, I thought, real well together as a group. They came up with like a whole, they were the medieval bad guys, and yes. the blue team was the sci fi heroes. Sci fi heroes. Yep. And the Orange team basically, I think, just did an overall better job. They worked. They worked together as a group and said, this is the kind of... And I think what helped was having Ivan on the team because he was the guy who designs D&D games. Yes. So, and this was like, like his moment to shine because he can create a whole backstory because they, they had to create a whole backstory with their characters and, right. and have it work as a cohesive unit. Yes. So the guy was like, okay, well, this is what we're going to be. I'll be the Dark Lord. Right. You'll be the sacrifice. You could be the assassin. You could be the evil witch. Yeah. And let the fun ensue, like kind of thing, and and they the cosplayers was nice, you know, they all were pretty good. I mean, they all looked great. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I love and, the costumes. And yeah. Ivan came out; he had, had the two foot stilts on, yeah. the big long robe, and he was playing with a slit sword with yeah. fire, real fire. Yeah, that you know? was cool. And they had celebrity judges, which I thought the celebrity judges was Warren from uh, <laughs> from Buffy. Buffy. Uh, some cosplay, Yaya Han, Yaya Han, yeah. who's a famous cosplayer, who's basically known for Chun Li, and she wore her costume and she looked great in it. Yeah. And then the great George Takei. Oh, oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> these dress, these costumes look great. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> So they're sitting there watching basically the two teams talk about their realm and their characters. And Orange Team goes up first. Yep. And they're like, woo, yay, this is who we are. No, you know, the blue, blue ones. Wow. And we just watched it like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Holy crap. Blue Team goes first, and they're all futuristic. And it's supposed to be... Well, they tell the story of each character, their backstories, and then it didn't really fit with the other ones. And the, and the problem is because everybody did their own thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, dick move, I gotta say. <laughs> dick move by my boy, what's his face? Virgil. Virgil. Virgil decides to be the evil genius and goes into the radio, sh radio shack room and steals shit so the blue team couldn't do anything with it. Right. I mean, the orange team couldn't do anything with it. Wow, I'm really bad with this today. <laughs> Imagine if there were three teams. <laughs> I'll be just glad when they're all joined together and I can just go, this person and that yeah. person and this person. <sighs> Nerds. <laughs> the worst part about it is is that I don't really think... That they're like the worst nerds. Nerds look at them and go, Nerds. Because <laughs> Alana, I gotta say, is useless. Yeah. And she does not but whine. She's the Batgirl, the Batman girl, kind of like, oh, she knows all about Batman. Ooh, that's a skill. <laughs> you have that same skill, don't you? I, well, I know a little bit about Batman, not a great lot. It's not going to like, I couldn't be on that show for certain. I think you could. Nah, I couldn't do that. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be too busy making fun of everybody else. Well, that's the show. <laughs> Like, you, you'd make it all the way to the end because you'd be making fun of everybody for the whole show. You'd be like, we got to keep him on. He, uh, he's entertainment. Like, Virgil has got that glassy-eyed psycho killer stare. Yeah. You know, that just, he, he just screams evil genius, but not. Right. And just evil. <laughs> uh, of course, we all know my love for Danny, pink-haired girl. She's just adorable. You know, Alana, the Batman chick. <laughs> who again? I got nothing really against anybody who likes Batman, but that's pretty much your only skill. Right. And so far, they haven't used that. I think she does have a superpower. She is incredibly either a incredibly lucky, or b a jinx <laughs> for anybody that has her on her team. I mean, she just she's like the kiss of death. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> so what happens in this thing is that the the blue team. The orange team, no, the blue team. The blue team is like their stories are disjointed, and they all worked on it. And it doesn't—they want it to be futuristic, but they want it to go steampunkish. Yeah. But anybody who knows anything about steampunk, it's a lot of copper, a lot of glass, and a lot of Victorian era Gosh, costumes. Right. I didn't see any yeah, of that. Right. Like Virgil's supposed to be a robot, so he basically like like. A five-year-old dressed in cardboard boxes. 
that, that was his idea of a robot. You know, uh, and then uh, the Asian girl, who's basically her only skill is a gamer. Yeah. And she could do the Rubik's Cube real quick. She did like a Rubik's Cube kind of cosplay thing. Yeah, it was a huge backpack looking thing. It was a huge cube. Looked good. And I it looked it. good. Her, yeah. Out of the whole group, her costume was the best. Her character is a little weird. Well, yeah, but I think that was the whole point. Yeah. But it just kind of was like, you just kind of tell that they all went off on their own and did their own thing and just went, this is who I am. They didn't have any kind of backstory. Right. At least with the Orange team, they actually had a cohesive storyline. Right. One was a witch, one was a sacrifice, one was the assassin, and one was the Dark Lord. Right. You know, and then so, one was the, the kind of like the conjurer, right? The, so, the dark wizard. Well, actually, he was uh, a demigod, is what what he was. But then the necromancer was the the other guy, right? So, but, right. so I mean, so that like at least that was entertaining. They had fire and half naked people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least it was like something that cosplay could th- that that was truly cosplay, in my opinion, right? If, especially if you're making up your own characters. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course the judges sided with us. Yes. Ed and I, we both believed that the orange, orange team. team should have won, so right. they did. And their reward was going to actually have a sword fight class with a sword mistress. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which, trust me, people, sounds a lot dirtier than it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sword mistress. Yes, you are. <laughs> Who's a sword mistress? You are. Who's a sword mistress? It was actually just kind of like, hey, here's some swords, go play. <laughs> put some armor on. Yeah, put some Eat armor on. Try not to cut off a finger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you know what the thing is, though? There wasn't no, there's no like real punishment other than the fact that, you know, the they have to pick somebody. To, the blue team had to pick one of their own people to be into the final death match of geekdom. The nerd off. The nerd off. Dun, dun, dun. So, right away, <laughs> which I thought was typical... I would as my move was that Alana basically tells Virgil if she could, if he could be a deer and get her a Mountain Dew, and Virgil's like, okay, sure. But the moment he walks out, she goes, yeah, I think we should vote out Virgil. Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, that took a that that escalated quickly. <laughs> and basically, it was just like because he dicked with the other people, he spent more time arguing with the other team about stuff right. versus actually helping us. And you know, Virgil's like, I kind of figured they're going to be. So I'm going to spin and have him pick you know Alana because yeah, right. she does nothing, <laughs> which technically is true. Right. You know, while this is all going on, the orange team is having their powwow who they should who. Because they get to pick somebody right. for the nerd off, so they were they were going to pick Genevieve, right? Because she was the leader of the Iron, right? And the they, blue group, and, the blue group, and yeah, now yeah, I got you doing it. Yeah, and they figured if we get rid of her, then Virgil will want to take the leader position, and he's a schnoob. <laughs> he he's just he's so, they, they even recognize that this guy's whacked out, which is I think is funny because at least they're playing like strategy. Get rid of her. And he'll, by nature alone, by who he is, he's going to want to step in and be the leader of the group. Right. So they're actually like, that's kind of like what their plan is. But then uh, Genevieve actually kind of goes over to the, you know, the orange team, the orange right? team to go, okay, who are you voting? You know, and she's basically brought up a, the only point that, that Ivan kind of acknowledged was the fact that the only thing she was really good at was cosplay stuff. Right. And her cosplay character was pretty good, even though she sung a song and <laughs> it was kind of goofy, but at least she actually... It's like a future Annie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an orphan, but I'm going to kick you. No, 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 no. I just kind of felt like, okay, well, but that's her only discernible skill. Right. So Ivan was like, well, you know what? She's got a point. Like, we should keep her because they can't redo challenges. So her one strength is now done and over with. So why don't you just keep her around? Right. So when a twist that I didn't see coming, they picked John, yeah. the guy who was the first, you know, who beat Henrik in the right. chess match with the help of Alana. <laughs> no, actually, no, yeah, well, Alana actually was helping Henrik, and she actually wound up making him lose the thing. Right. So you're figuring, okay, well, they picked John, and I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Nope. But then, in a double whammy, the, the, blue, the team. blue team picks Alana. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So it's Alana versus John. John. 
in a, in the nerd off. Right. And that nerd off challenge was basically pop quiz of realms. Right. In mystical mystical world realms. Right. And then they had these big giant twenty sided die that they had to roll down a hill and hit mannequins, and each mannequin was dressed as a certain D and D character and and given a a, a, point value. a point value. Yeah. Um, one was the wizard. He was 500. There was one wizard. He was 500. And one black knight. And he was 1,000. points, right. All the other knights were 100. Yeah. And then they had gnomes. They were 100. And they were 100 as well. And yeah. the gnomes were like your little lawn gnomes, you know. Yeah. So they'd kind of do the rock, paper, scissors thing. You know, the, it was, at one point, John was kicking Alana's ass. Right. Because every time Alana would roll down the die, it was Scooch off to the right. And One com- point, she didn't get nothing. Just went right by just everything. Right by everything. Like, whoop. And you're thinking, this girl has the worst luck imaginable. She is literally bad luck personified. <laughs> you just know it. So the orange, the orange team is like, oh, well, I can't believe. Like, we they want her to win. Yeah. Because John's more of a threat than Alana is. is. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the blue team is like, good, we want Alana to lose because she's the weakest link. Right. According to them. <laughs> well, in some kind of alternate universe, I don't know, I swear the show is rigged. She rolls the die, goes dunk, 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 hits nothing, I think, at that point. No, it's, it's like two, two 100 things. Yeah, know. she gets 200 points, but... He's at sixteen hundred points, yeah, and she's at like three hundred points, yeah. And she knocks down the two knights, and all of a sudden, it, the the die stops on the lawn, right? And then makes a sharp left <laughs> out of nowhere. It's almost as if someone went, "Hold on, time out, push, time in," like, <laughs> or they they would call it they they airbrushed him out of the scene. The guy who pushed it, you know. <laughs> Because sure as shit, what happens? She takes out a couple more knights, and it hits the black knight for a thousand points. So she actually ties it up. Yes. Out of nowhere, and you could just see the blue team going, "What the hell just happened? This can't be." This, and of course they're cutting. They're, of course they're doing it a la real world style, where they do the confessional. Yeah. And Alana's like, "Oh, I use some dark force. I've, I got the dark powers." Of the yeah, force. she's. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, has she ever gotten a boyfriend? Like, <laughs> holy mackerel! Like, wow. I mean, I can appreciate a nerd, but wow. Like, come on, <laughs> really. Like it was blind luck that that die went. That was, and of course they have. Like she's on the field doing it, and she's standing in those poses, like like you can almost see her. Like she's got her hands like to the side. She's trying to guide the die. To, I'm she's like using the will of the force. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was horrible. I mean, it was funny because the orange team was like, yes. <laughs> So what happens? She wins. Yep, because he only gets she gets another three hundred points. Yep, and then he only gets another two, so he loses by 100. he loses by a hundred points. Yep, because of this left turn die. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it's gonna be a left turn conspiracy. I'm telling you, it's a fix. The show's fixed. <laughs> left turn conspiracy. That's what you, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's right. LTC. Left turn conspiracy. <laughs> telling you, I'm gonna make T-shirts. LTC. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's funny, but it's dumb. It's so dumb, but you know, people are gonna be gonna know. They're gonna see the LTC on my shirt and go, "Oh yeah, LTC, yo." That left turn conspiracy, man, that was whack. <laughs> <laughs> and you know people walk by you the LTC <laughs> thing like like YMCA to me like yeah yeah tapping the nose I got you man LTC in the house tell me wait left turn conspiracy you heard it here first on Geeksters that's right <laughs> exclusive probably the only place <laughs> oh no there was, that way that thing made such a sharp left turn after sitting still 
There is no way the laws of physics would have something sitting still and just magically move to the left. That's true. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, that's not nerdism. That's just science. <laughs> like, that's just science. Like, come on. What was the technical term you used when we were talking about it? There's no way I think would have went to the left. The technical term. It's rolling, it's rolling, stop, and all of a sudden to the left. Tell you, left turns, LTC. I'm going to replace Jim Tan Laundry from Jersey Shore. LTC, yo. Tell that you wait. Left turn conspiracy. It was stop it to the left. Stop <laughs> to the left. It's going to be studied like there's a Pruder film. <laughs> stop it to the left. It was the magic die theory. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the only dice? There was another die, the grassy knoll, no that kind of went by it. <laughs> Actually, it was some grip of a giant fan going, <laughs> knocking from going, stopping to go. <laughs> So, needless to say, John left the show, yeah. leaving Alana again, winning the winning the challenge, but in a way losing it for her team because <laughs> they really wanted her gone. You, I mean, I, again, the drama between Alana and Virgil because she hates Virgil, right? And Virgil can't stand her, so that's another reason why I'm thinking left turn. Uh, the magic dies theory is, is kicking in. I might like magic die a little bit more than LTC. LTC's catchy, but magic die kind of kind of rolls with the whole theme. Kind of the, notice the pun. Magic die kind of rolls with the theme. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Tip your waitresses. Try the veal. <laughs> He's not going to be here all week. <laughs> So those were the big two shows. I'm sure you know you'll hear more about that in the weeks to come. Yes. Now, now time for nerd news. Nerd news. And I've got a few stories here that I've got caught. I thought it was interesting, so I thought I'd share it with you people. Of course, the first one, which everything everybody knows, that J.G. Abrams is going to st- uh, direct Star Wars Episode Seven. Yes, and which thankfully he is the one that will bring balance to the f- bring balance to the eternal battle between Star Wars and Star Trek. He is. He will bring us all together as one. Interesting thing, though, is that I heard that instead of 2015, it was going to be 2016 now. No, they're still saying 2015. Really? But that's that's as far as the report is of yesterday. I don't know okay. if, if it's changed today or not, but okay. uh, that's what I've heard. Now, here's though, I found reading the article um, that I thought was really interesting was that. Uh, I heard it. Ben Affleck was on the short list. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Oh, you knew that already? Yeah, I knew that. Okay, you got to understand, people. He's picked up a couple articles from Nerd News, and I don't know what those headlines are, so he's kind of throwing them at me. But this is where I kind of go, oh, yeah, I knew that. Who didn't know that? So Yeah, Ben Affleck was on the short list, but again, I think that, I think the only reason why he became, he was the buzz is because of all the Argo talk. Right. I think that, because they mentioned him way back in the beginning, and he even said no. <laughs> so I think now with the Argo thing, more people were actually trying to take that seriously. Right. So I still think that was like an internet rumor. Right, okay. And then uh, also today I just found out that uh, Star Wars, the 3D movies that were being released in the theaters, are being canceled now. So A now, wise choice. Yes. Episode 2 was going to be October 10th, and uh, Episode 3 was going to be in November. And uh, Oh, no, I'm sorry, September 20th. And October 11th with the two dates. I apologize. And uh, they said that probably would have been better if they released the original three first before they released the one, two, and three. I, okay, I think the reason why they're doing that is because if if they do it at once every year, mm-hmm. like they, they originally planned, if they do four, five, and six, it'll help lead into seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Plus, also, it would get people familiarized with who Mark Hamill is, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford. For those who haven't seen the original trilogy yet, because apparently all three of them signed up to do episode seven. Yes. So it's kind of like one of those, well, since you're going to see these as old people, let's see them as young people. But not only as young people, but in 3D. <laughs> you know? And then, of course, though, what I thought was interesting about the whole article was that they, the episode one uh, made $102 million worldwide. It made 
only 43 in the U.S., but uh, 102 million would have been a nice uh, if they made 102 each each episode. They could sure. have made 600 million. That could have paid easily paid for uh, uh, Star Wars Episode Seven. Yeah, well, yeah, but again, I think that Disney's still bank. It's still they're still riding high on that Avengers cash. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> they just kind of was like, oh, you know what? We made almost a billion dollars on uh, on Avengers. What are we gonna do? Oh, right, let's buy Lucas Hearts. <laughs> okay, well, we bought Lucas Hearts. We well, let's make another episode. <laughs> and then also today uh, it was announced uh, CW orders an X-Men style pilot Tomorrow People from the Arrow producer yeah, it's not going to go anywhere it's not going to go anywhere I, my, my, my gut feeling is if you're not going to if you're not going to make it X-Men oriented by, by saying by, like if it's going to be an X-Men style mm-hmm. by calling it what's it Tomorrow People it's Tomorrow People it's actually based on the 1970s British kids series of the same name yeah okay and if it was really popular we would still be hearing about exactly. it exactly so I think it's just them trying to bank on anything they can, Marvel style. I think it's going to be Misfits of Science all over again, where it's like 13 episodes and done. If they even get it off the ground, like okay, yeah, granted it's by the guy who does Arrow, but you know that doesn't mean anything. You know, if you're going to make it X Men style ish, why not just call it like Generation X, right? Or Alpha Flight, or do take a Marvel licensed product and kind of do. You know, it's Warner Brothers just trying to be. You know, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And I say Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers owns the CW. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just think that they're they're so desperate for, and plus maybe they can't do uh, like a Marvel style type. Sh- they're going to do a Marvel stylish like X Men style, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really can go deep because it's Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers owns DC. Right. So I think that their le- licensing rights can't kind of stop them from actually I'd, I'd doing... I'd rather see an X Men pilot myself. So would I. I'm a huge X Men fan, so it's you know it's kind of. I was kind of like, ah, at first I was like, ah, oh, that sounds kind of cool. But then I'm like, when I was reading the article, I'm like, well, wait, it's ba- already based on something else. Nah, right, it's, ba- it's based on something else. So they're just going to use the, oh, it's X-Men stylish. You know, like, oh, are they going to have a guy with optic beams called One-Eye? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a guy with these claws. He's called Badger Man. Right. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I just I just can't see it getting off the ground. Or maybe they'll do a pilot. It'd be like the Wonder Woman episode that we saw. Where it's the pilot episode that no one sees unless you buy the bootleg. Right, right. So, and that's pretty much it. The news to so for this week. So, <laughs> hopefully, we'll have more articles in the next couple of weeks, and hopefully, maybe we'll enjoy them. <laughs> if not, tell us or tell Ed. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't care, people. <laughs> and uh, of course, though, we were asked uh, a while ago uh, favorite uh, superhero movies. Oh, yeah. Well, I think I brought it up. <laughs> I thought somebody asked me. I don't know who it was. All right, yeah, sure. it was me. I was like, you know what? I came up with an idea. What is your all-time favorite? Like, not all-time favorite, but what are some of your favorite comic book movies? And by comic books, I mean, like, graphic novels. You know, it could be Marvel, DC, any any independent movie, any okay. independent comic book, graphic novel. Okay. You know, so where do you, like... So that's a, that's a, that's a tough question. Only because there's... I don't have an ultimate movie that I could say like this was well, the best I'm, movie out of all of them and I'm not looking for like your top tier of like this is it this is it for me I mean right. like just like in general like you know like for okay to give you an example to help you along right. some of my favorite movies are the original Blade okay you know that's kind of like the granddaddy of all comic book movies because well not really it's Superman like the original Superman with uh, Christopher Reeves right. in 1979 right. I would say Blade Right. Uh, from Hell, because From Hell was a graphic novel. Okay. Um, Kick-Ass, obviously, was a comic book. Right. Road to Perdition, believe it or not, was a comic book. Yes, I know that, yeah. History of Violence was a graphic novel. Okay. And The Surrogates, mm-hmm. that was another graphic novel. And now I just named seven movies. I wouldn't say, like, I liked Road to Perdition, but I wouldn't say it's, it's something I could watch again. But, really? like... Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I could watch it over and over again, but I mean, like you know, in a few months, it's like oh, road road perdition. I'll I'll, like throw it on, or if it's on TV, I'll I'll sit down. I I would rather see if I had to pick anything out of that list to watch over and over again. It'd be from hell, be from hell. You know, the Johnny Depp, Jack the Ripper movie. Yeah, because that was good. Or the original Blade. I mean, obviously, I I can go with more modern movies and say like the Avengers. Right. You know, Dark Knight. Right. I mean, it's really tough to say because like you know like. As of right now, the the one movie that I kind of keeps because I've seen it like a, a number of times because I was stuck on a cruise ship and it was on, <laughs> so I ended up watching it and enjoying it over and over again was uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Right. You know, I, I like that movie only because it's the 
a lot of the stuff people got, but there was stuff that people like kind of dismissed away in terms of some of the characters they used were from uh, Nick Fury's Howling Commandos. Uh, Nick Fury, as you know, is the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D., but back in the day in the 60s, I think it was, he had a... Uh, a it was Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos, and it was based on the... Dirty Dozen. Right, kind of thing. Yeah. Just different characters that had different abilities that could fight through the war. And then, of course, after that run ended, he became a spy for the Americas. Right. And that's where S.H.I.E.L.D. came in and gotcha. how it all grew. I know. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I'm not looking for the whole history of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're just... <laughs> in issue 27, oh. that's when they brought in... Sheesh. I almost felt like I was frozen in ice there for a second. <laughs> if we could freeze in ice, I could tell you the whole story. No. Years. <laughs> you pick up a comic book, people, if you want to know the story of Nick Fury. Which, which ironically enough, is not... Which I thought was kind of funny, is that he was talking about how much he loved Captain America. And it turns into, it turns into the shield. Like I was a big Nick Fury fan. Okay. So. You know. <laughs> so I liked the characters that were in that movie, because they were... The Nick Fury group. Gotcha. Also, to another one of my favorite comic book movies is The Crow. Okay. I watch it every year. Devil's Night. It's one. Of, it's the, my go-to movie the night before Halloween because mm-hmm. it's you know it's just it's a great gothic romance. Yeah. That's you know plus also her revenge flick. You know. Right. I love you so much. I will come back from the dead and kill everybody that killed us. <laughs> okay. Um, Marvel. What was your favorite Marvel movie? My favorite Marvel? Oh, I, I just said Blade. <laughs> Were you paying attention, Ed? Or are you two wrapped up in your old S.H.I.E.L.D. fantasy? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, well, you were just naming spout names off. I wasn't sure if that was your favorite. If, if I had to pick a, a Marvel movie, mm-hmm. I mean, I really do love the Avengers, you know, but if I had to go through the the course of all, uh, Spider-Man 2 was really good. Okay. You know, with the Tobey Maguire, Doc Ock. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of people... Didn't like, don't like her as Mary Jane at Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I thought she was alright. You know, I didn't care. Which was really a pitiful. No, she wasn't. But I mean, if you're going to be like, you know, oh, it's Mary Jane. Like, how come they didn't do with Gwen Stacy? But again, he was supposed to be older. I kind of, I like kind of looked at her as far as action, and to me, that kind of like was the the most as nerdy as it sounds accurate representation of a (laughs) Spider-Man movie, as I'd want to say. Yeah. You know, but speaking of Spider-Man, though, if you heard the latest news about who signed on for the bad guy recently, no. Okay, well, everybody knows those people who don't know. Jamie Foxx signed on to be Electro. Yes. But Paul Giamatti signed on to be the Rhino. See what now? Exactly. Like I don't know if it's going to be a computer-generated Rhino or not, because Paul Giamatti is kind of a short schlub, uh, you know, of a guy. Not really much of kind of like a physical kind of. It is. It, it, it really, you know, it's, it's supposed to be. He's supposed to be like a big right. guy. Yeah. You know, so I can't see. That's why I kind of think that it's just gonna be like a voice thing. Yeah. You know, or maybe you'll just. I, I don't know. And they also signed on another girl to be uh, her name. Her her real name's uh, Felicity. Uh huh. And she signed on. Everyone's kind of. It wasn't hasn't been hasn't been determined who she's gonna play because they already have their MJ. Yeah. But a lot of people are saying it's gonna be Black Cat. Huh. Which, now, as far as I'm concerned, you're throwing too much shit in that movie. Yeah. Okay? You're going to have Electro, Rhino, Mary Jean, and Black Cat all introduced in the second movie? And Harry Osborn. That's right, Harry Osborn. So, I mean, you're throwing way too much shit in that movie. Unless they're going to try pulling a Back to the Future 2 and 3 where they film back-to-back back. Back back movies where they kind of introduce, like, you'll see, like, Mary Jane or you'll see the birth of Rhino in throughout the second movie and then him be, like, the main character in the third movie. Okay. Maybe. I, I don't know. Because I can't see how that would work at all. Especially with Paul Giamatti. I mean, Ed, I'll make sure Ed puts a photo of Paul Giamatti on our webpage. For those people who don't know who he is, he played... Anybody who saw Fred Claus, he played Santa Claus. Right. He's a big character actor. Right. You know. He's a good actor. He's, he's a, he. I love him as an actor, yeah. but as if you're going to make him a... And he plays a good bad guy. Yeah. But usually it's usually the corporate bad guy. You know, I, I just can't... Like, really? Like, Rhino? Right. I, I mean, mean, he was in a, he was in a movie called Shoot Him Up with... Um, I can't think of that British actor's name. Clive Owen. Clive Owen, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of physical for him for that movie. You know, he's more of a drama kind of. He's more drama comedy. Yeah. 
because he's usually their comedy because he was also, he was, I think, in anybody who saw Howard Stern's private parts of the movie, he was their, like, producer. Yeah. I, again, it's one of those, like, really? And I, the only reason I could see them putting in Felicia Hardy, Black Cat, is because there was an arc with Rhino, Black Cat, and Spidey. Okay. At one point, there was an like a, a small arc that had to do with more like rhinos as a person kind of thing. Right, but way too much stuff in that second movie. <laughs> yeah, they I, really need to. They really need to pull it out after that last one. So yeah, yeah, they, they got to pull up because that last that f- amazing Spider Man just oh shite. I, I just <laughs> and, and it hurts me too because I grew up on Spider Man. Uh-huh. Spider Man's like my go to superhero from was anything, and it hurt me physically walking out of that movie going. What did they do to him? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I thought part three was bad enough when they they gave him all gothy and emo Spider Man with the whole black suit thing. I was like, you <laughs> <laughs> just like like that's not Venom. Like uh, it was that annoyed me. It was like son of a bitch, just do it right. Yeah. You know, like I just walk out, just damn it, do them right. <laughs> damn you, Sam Raimi. <laughs> No, let's get into this guy who completely cocks it up. I was like, oh, man, why? And then uh, I think another uh, movie-related news, have you seen the images of Jim Carrey for Kick-Ass 2? Yes. I, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's Jim Carrey back in a movie. I'm like, you know what, I've read that, I read Kick-Ass 2, right. and Jim Carrey would actually be pretty good for that role. Yeah. You know, from the character. There was something else I wanted to mention, too, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> It was in casting news. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> okay. All the top of my head, I can't remember what it, exactly what it was that I saw. That I was like, oh, you know what I should tell Ed? But, yeah. So. So, um, okay, well then, um, have, DC. Have fun editing this one, yeah. bitch. <laughs> wow. Uh, DC. Besides D- Batman. Ooh. Because <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know what the, the one would be. It's well, Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark Knight would probably be my favorite. But, okay, I mean, fine. I'm going to go with Superman, the 1979 version of Christopher Reeve. Okay. That would probably be like, because I remember being a kid, going to movie theaters, and back then, movie, the movie, movies were like two and a half, three bucks. Right. And we actually, growing up, we had a, believe it or not, at one point in time, before multiplexes, yeah. there was actually individual movie theaters where they had one screen right. and they showed one movie and that one movie would stay there for almost a month to two maybe depending on how much money it's bringing in right. all summer long yeah and we had one right down the street from us you know like where i grew up like right down the street was was a place called the better movie theater okay so as a kid i could just walk right down the street go see a movie for like two bucks and then walk right back up the block wow i remember seeing the line for for superman the motion picture going from the theater, down the block, and then up the next block. Wow. I mean, it was literally like, hey, the movie starts at 7 o'clock, so let's get there at 5 o'clock, because the 7 o'clock would be sold out to go see a 9.30 show. Okay. You know, so yeah, I'd go back and plus, you know, you talk to me, it brings back memories of, you know, my mom was a huge Christopher Reeve fan. You know, going back as a kid, like, memories <laughs> of the world I left behind. Misty colored watered memories of the Banner Theater. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some of the great movies there. I saw, you know, Superman, Empire Strikes Back, Indiana Jones, The Raiders of the Lost Ark, then back then. Yeah. You know, so I mean, those were E.T., like, those were like the prime movies of the early 80s where it was like going to the movies was a big deal. Okay. Now it's like, oh, here's 24 movies. And one theater and big giant IMAX and ooh 3D ooh fancy schmancy. <laughs> you know you're kind of walking and going where's theater five? You go down that hall and make a left, and at the other end of the building there's going to be a concession stand that's never open. <laughs> okay, old man. <laughs> Damn you, kids! Back in my days, I used to have to walk uphill both ways to get to the movies. Movies used to be only two dollars and fifty cents. Damn you! <laughs> Calm down before you break a blood vessel. Calm down. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the. You remember that? No. You know why? Because they don't have it now. 
Let's show go to the lobby. Let's show. I feel like he's going, hey, Chris, Chris. <laughs> I wish I could do the uh, the lisp of the old man from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's show go to the lobby. Hey! <laughs> Damn kids and their rock and roll music and their 3D movie theaters. <laughs> I don't want to see that stuff coming at me. I'm old. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, I have to say for me, for DC, not Batman. Of course, I would pick the same thing. I would have picked Dark Knight because that was probably the best Batman movie ever made out of all of them. All right. I mean, Batman Robin. No, <laughs> uh, My name is Freeze. Learn it well for the chilling side of your tomb. Ah, the Batman, I'll get you. Freeze. Well, I have uh, two picks for DC. Okay. One is, you know, I didn't even know it was in the theater. I don't, it might have not been. <laughs> so I'm going to pick a movie that probably no one ever saw. saw right? <laughs> Supergirl. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I think it was in the theaters very shortly. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it in the theaters. I, I forgot about that movie, actually. I picked it up on DVD and watched it a few times and enjoyed it. <laughs> Did you have the lights down low? Yeah. Because it was, what's her name? Uh, Helen's, Helen... Helen Slater? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. You could have just said that out loud. You didn't have to whisper it in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really whisper in your ear. <laughs> well, I, mean, you I just, whispered in one and you well, picked up on it. Helen Slater? Yeah. yeah. And the other one, which you know I think was a, was a great film, and uh, they didn't really stay true to the book, but it was still great, was The Watchmen. So, I, mean, I forgot about The Watchmen. I mean, I, can't, I can't, kind of forget about, about The Watchmen. I forgot that The Watchmen kind of sort of is a DC movie. Yeah, it's a ver- Vertigo DC. Yeah. Yeah. So... And then, um, but I don't think I, hmm. of course, the well, go ahead. I'm no, I'm just trying to think. I didn't pick. Well, yes, I picked Superman. Okay, uh, what was your final thought? I was just going to say, like, there was also, you know, now Dark Horse has been coming out with a lot of movies, and a lot of them been great. Dark Horse, yeah, Dark Horse well, comics. Yeah, well, the Time Cop, the Jean Claude Van Damme awesome movie, Time Cop. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that one. So. Other than Time Cop, would it be another movie? Or is that the movie you're for, for uh, Dark Horse? Uh, Hell, well, Hellboy too. Well, Hellboy wasn't a dark. Uh, it was that was yeah. it a Dark Horse comic. Yeah. Yes, it was Hellboy because I liked the first one. That second one I was like, eh. first one I kind of liked. But I gotta be honest, I'm a fan of Selma Blair. Yeah, so she just you know that's one of the reasons why I watch Anger Management because she's in it. Mm-hmm. But I just something about her always maybe because it was the big lesbian kiss between her and Sarah Michelle Geller and Cruel Intentions and maybe go, I like her, I like her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what else? Well, what was my pick? Yeah, my pick was Sin City. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Why do I always forget Sin City? <laughs> that was a good movie too. That was a good movie. That has a lot of rewatch value, I think. Yes. And, you know, just so many different turns, twists and turns, and then the story ends, and it's a new one, and you're, you know. They just, hey, here's, here's something. They just signed Ava Green to be in Sin City 2. Oh, really? Yes. Now, I still have to look at the cast, because I still think my girl Angelina is still in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. So, uh, so that was, our, of course, our, I think our favorites, but uh, any bad ones? that you can think of that you know maybe you've seen or thought of you saw and it's like ah bad comic book movies yeah. well okay I mean I've obviously expressed my disappointment for Spider-Man 3 right Amazing Spider-Man uh, we also know how my my hatred for Dark Knight Rises <laughs> uh, okay not hatred's a harsh word I mean dislike. just my extreme dislike okay. of the third chapter well okay well Superman 3 with, uh, with Richard Pryor yeah. where they actually the only promise I liked about that movie was the two Superman yeah like yeah, you know the split personality kind of thing with like the evil dark Superman at the bar drinking there <laughs> with, the, with the beard <laughs> he seemed like a curmudgeon the stupid earth things ever Richard Fisher Richard Fisher Richard Damn you, Earthlings! <laughs> <laughs> and basically, Richard Pryor basically kind of, in a way, making meth because he actually created the, what do you call it, kryptonite. Yeah. It was a fake kryptonite, and then he threw tar in it, and that's what made Superman bad, but he, he was basically cooking rock. <laughs> Which is kind of ironic coming from Richard Pryor, the man who blew himself up. <laughs> wow, the irony. 
<laughs> Who saw that coming? <sighs> See what else? But they're bad comic book movies. And the, you know, no. well, okay, Vampirella. I don't think it was that really a bad. It wasn't compared to some bad, of the movies I've seen. But that, I, I that really, actually been like out in the theater that was making money, you know, like kind of thing. Like those are the ones that kind of annoy me the most, like Catwoman. Oh, I forgot about that yeah, one. See, 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 my mind is the only thing I, I want to take away from the cat, the Halle Berry Catwoman, is her in the outfit, right? Because she looked great in the outfit. When I saw the still, I was like, oh, she looks good. I'm in, and it oh, I was horrible, right? And you know, I think what really offended me more than anything else, that being a, just a horribly shitty movie, was the fact that she bitched about not having black positive... She basically was bitching about her role as Storm in X-Men. Right. That her part wasn't big enough, kind of, you know, not focusing on the uh, African-American actress. So she goes off and does Catwoman, which was just a shitty movie. Like, what were you thinking? Right. Like, were you just trying to do this just to prove a point or that anybody can make a superhero movie? Because apparently you can't. You, can. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just, oh, that was so bad. But you know what? The worst part about it is it is so bad I can still watch it. Really? Oh, yeah. I can just, if I see it on, I, I watch it and I chuckle and I just go, just because I'm just like, okay, how, how long before I get to see it in a suit? How long? That that is my main focus when I watch that. Because then I can turn the sound down and just enjoy the visual. You know? Just like her being kind of cat-like, licking her hands. Like, meow, meow. And, of course, to me, though, the other one that I was thinking of was uh, Steel. Never saw it. Never saw it? I could not. Thank goodness. I could not bring myself. Because, okay, again, number one, I'm not a Superman fan. Yeah. Like, as far as comic book goes. Uh So, when, if anybody doesn't know who Steel is, Steel is a character in the DC Universe that kind of got spawned from when they killed off Superman in the 90s. Right. That when they killed off Superman, there was five other Supermen. Right. One was Steel, which was basically a construction worker with a hammer and covered himself in basically a riveted iron suit. Suit, right. He was basically Iron Man with a, with a Thor's hammer. Right. Uh, there was Superboy, right. who was supposed to be a genetically a clone of Superman. Right. Then there was the um, the Punisher Superman kind of thing. The, right. He was in a dark outfit, and he kind of killed people, yeah. which I thought he was badass. Then there was the Terminator Superman. Yes. Which was, he was supposed to be Superman for the future. <laughs> Except he kind of, his face was half Superman, half Terminator. Right. You know, and then there, what was the fourth, the, the last one? I mean, it was, yeah. was it four? Um, yeah, maybe it was, maybe I'm just always confused because they, they did go the run of Superman. Even though they split it off, they still had the Superman co- comic because it was like, okay. Well, he, I mean, one of them was the return of Superman. I mean, he did come back. Right. Oh, oh, really? I never knew that. <laughs> Yeah, of course he comes back. I knew you back. didn't know that. Of course he comes back, but but anyway, the whole thing about Steel was that I mean, because I was a you know not a Superman fan, but you know it's a new comic book, you gotta buy it. Mm-hmm. So with Steel was that base, you know, was the character he was a a construction worker, the whole bit. But the thing was that Shaq played him yes. in the movie, and again, it was Shaq's I think second movie because he did the whole genie in the Kazam. Bottom. Kazam, thank yeah. you. Kazam! The whole genie in the bottle thing. And then, he, and then he's the one, because anybody knows Shaq, he's a Superman fan, so he had the Superman logo. Right. So I think as soon as he saw a big black, big black bald man in a Superman outfit, he went, I want to be Steel. Yeah, I want to be that guy. Right, and he had the money to actually produce it, and, and, and I heard it was crap. It was. Really? I well, didn't see it. I, I just couldn't. Uh, to me, I just couldn't buy him as an actor in, in Nala. So it was like, yeah, I'm going to watch you act in a movie that I care nothing about. He may be able to play basketball, but he cannot act. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Superman. I'm Steel. I'll stop you. Stop. I'm Steel. <laughs> yeah, I did a better acting job right there. <laughs> I'm steel. <laughs> stop. Please. Stop. I'm steel. I think you should stop. <laughs> I can't stop talking like this. Ed, help me. There is no help for you. Ed! <laughs> 
I would leave you on a <laughs> desolate land. And see. <laughs> so I think that's going to wrap it up for this yeah. week at Geeksers. And if you wanted to contact either Sean or I, you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com or me, Ed, at WordsWithGeeks.com hmm. or go to our Facebook page and go to Geeksters and like us. Yes, please like us. We need friends. <laughs> please. <laughs> Pretty please with sugar on top. Just, I mean, all you got to do is click the like button on Facebook. How hard is that? That's all I'm asking. Just click the like page. And actually, I'm going to go back. If, if anybody else has favorite movies that they saw that they would like to share with us, please feel free on our either on our uh, website at our uh, forum or on our Facebook page. Thanks, and have a great day. Uh, wait, one more Ooh. thing, too. Don't forget, if there's something you want us to discuss on the show, yes. drop us a line, and I promise we will do it, no matter how in asinine it sounds <laughs> I have no shame people <laughs> I have a little bit of shame so there's not much I won't do but <laughs> he'll just sit here and watch me do it that's right and again on that note contact Ed at Ed at wordswithfriends.com. Words with friends? <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's how desperate I am. Now I'm making up, <laughs> I'm making up, making up websites. Making up websites. Hi, SeanNeedsFriends.com. <laughs> Please help me get out of this basement. I'm actually shackled to this table. Play it. <laughs> No! Do it! Do it! No! Do a funny myth, funny noise! No! See something funny? No! Help me! <laughs> but seriously, no. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I'm Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. He's Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Like us on our Facebook page, hit our website, tell us what we what you like, what you hate, give us a suggestion. You know, basically help us help you every week for entertainment. <laughs> and that's all folks. Have a nice week. <laughs>